Rush is back. Teddy Lehman here. Connor hanging out back in studio. I'm here at Newcastle Casino, I-44, exit 107. we got happy hour every day, 3 to 6, here at the Front Row Sports Bar. Domestics, $3. $5 Wells. Again, that's every day, 3 to 6. Um, you've been following the PGA much? You a golf fan? A little bit, yeah. I've been seeing uh, you got McElroy at the top where I've always been a big fan of McElroy. He He's struggled the last, I mean, it's been about 10-plus years where he kind of struggles playing in the first two rounds, but, yeah, he's been spot on today. Yeah, it was crazy um, watching him go out there and hit. Dude, he's tiny, and he destroys the ball off the tee. He hit a couple of drives that were, you know, 350, 370, and uh, putting himself in some really good positions out there. And I don't know. I, I wouldn't be mad if Roy uh, went out there and won one. He, gosh, it's it's been a while since he won a major. It has. I think they had, a, they had a stat where it was like his first 26 majors where he has five majors won, and they showed like the last 26 majors where, I mean, he hasn't really been close to contention at all. So, man, I would – I would really love to see him try to pull this off. Yeah. Uh, Abe Answer, OU golfer, is right now he's in the uh, in the top five. Three under today, shot a 67, really nice. Um, Rory's number one. He's five under. Uh, Zalatoris is four under. Kuchar's three under. Uh, Cam Smith is two under. Pretty Xander Shoffley's two under. It's a decent list there. Um, not super heavy with, with a lot of your big stars out there. Justin Thomas is, is one under. He's still got a couple of holes left to go. Webb Simpson, one under. Um, Gooch, Taylor Gooch, local guy. Um, he's. It looks like he's on 18. He's even for the day. But, yeah, he hadn't, he hadn't had a bad day either. I wouldn't mind seeing a Oklahoma kid win it or Tiger Woods. That was my two things. But, I mean, Tiger's kind of struggling now. I think he's four over to finish the day. Started off hot and then kind of went downhill. Well, he looked bit. good, didn't he, the first, like, four or five holes? He did, yeah. He, he birdied his first hole and kind of hang around and birdied another one to go two under. But, yeah, I think he finished the day four over. Speed uh, was two over, which um, I am not a Speed fan. I actually like to watch him play to root for him to to play horribly. That's not that's another Texas guy too. Yeah, he's like my Tony Romo. Uh, I used to love watching Tony Romo throw interceptions to lose games. At the end, it was probably for me it was the greatest thing in sports. It's kind of the same thing uh, watching Speed out there. The um, Dallas Cowboys, Teddy. Well, Teddy, are you a Dallas Cowboys guy? Or? No. See, that's the one. No, yeah, no, that's no. how I feel too. I, yeah, I don't mind seeing Dallas Cowboys lose in any way possible. So, um, I'll tell you, I was. I'm way more Cowboys friendly now than I was whenever. Um, Romo was there. Like, I don't mind Prescott at quarterback. I like watching CD play. Um, so I'm, I'm way more pro 
Dallas than I was when Romo was there. But I'm still – it's fun for whatever reason to watch them in big games kind of fall apart. It is. I, I, think, I think it's because, we have, yeah, we have so many Dallas Cowboys fans around us. But, yeah, I've never really been a Dallas Cowboys fan either. Hopped on the Browns bandwagon for a little while. So, What do, you, th- a, what do you think Baker's going to end up? You worried about it? I mean, yeah, a little bit. I was thinking, I mean, obviously it was Seahawks, Panthers, but now it's not really looking like either of them. So, I mean, unless the Browns and another team can figure out the rest of his contract, I I really don't know where he's going to end up. I, I think I think I think any of the teams that he's always been rumored to are still in play. They are just going to wait and wait and wait and put the pressure on the Browns because they owe him 18 million bucks and you know as it gets closer and closer the Browns are going to be willing to to pay more and more to get him off the roster they're not going to leave him on the roster they're going to say that and act like they're going to leave him on the roster but that ain't happening yeah it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see if he if he stays like that contract stays till the season starts because I really don't know the rules behind that if Baker just he can decide like not to like show up to anything. Right. Um, I I don't know. He's probably going to show up. I would show up if I was him. Um, I'm not getting fined. I'll go up there. I'll make it awkward. Uh, I'll be a nuisance and make them make a move. Just, make my just new play, quarterback. Just play and not talk to anyone. Because I think I think Deshaun yeah. Watson. It looks like he. I mean, there's a chance he could be suspended for the first three well, or four games so i guess he just started talking to investigators here in the last couple of days right um it'd be interesting to see what happens there if he's suspended for a sizable chunk of the season and they don't have a quarterback and they're paying baker mayfield 18 million and they're paying deshaun watson 45 million and they're not going to get much out of either one of them I kind of would like to see that happen. Yeah, it's it's uh, ridiculous. I don't – I mean, there's plenty of teams that need a quarterback. They just – I mean, you just have an option where you have a decision to – if you want to pay that $18 million left on his contract, which I think the Browns should just release him and just get all this just over with. Right. Yeah. I don't think it's – well, it's going to happen at some point, but I don't know when. I wouldn't expect it to happen uh, anytime soon. They're probably going to try and call Baker Mayfield's bluff and act like he's not going to show up for training camp. I mean, if I'm so, him, if I'm him, I'm really, I'm not going to show up to anything. The way they, the way they treated, treated him, and I know, I know they will find it. But I mean, the way they treated you and handled all this situation, I mean, it's just a mess. I'm showing up. I'm showing up, and I'm making it awkward. Well, I wonder. I wonder how much. The, I wonder how much the fine is for like in Baker's situation right now. Uh, it depends. Um, the mo- I don't know what you. The most they used to be able to fine you for missing things was like fifteen grand uh, per instance. Um, but I don't know if that's changed now, and, and and it probably has gone up with the last CBA. But I'm not exactly sure. It's a lot. If they really want to, they can find you a lot of money. And I can, that, I can, I can think uh, like that fine's going to be a lot, 
lot of money like per game he misses if he's still on the contract, obviously. Yeah. I don't know what it is per game. I know it's it's fifteen grand. I think per day, not game. Like of when you're supposed to be at mandatory training camp, and you hold out, they can fine you like fifteen, eighteen thousand dollars a day for every day you're not there. So, that, so. That, so that's gonna be man. That's gonna be a lot of money rallying up for <laughs> Baker if he doesn't show up. Well, yeah, that's why you just show up there and make it where they say we can't have this guy here. We we got to get rid of him. We got to figure something out. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens with it, but I'm not worried for Baker. And you got to imagine, you're getting $18 million no matter what's happening. I like If I'm Baker, I don't care. Right now, I'm, I'm in the Bahamas or I'm hanging out somewhere. I don't have a care in the world. I got $18 million guaranteed coming this year no matter what happens, whether I'm on a team or not. Hey, after shoulder surgery, a year off may not be bad. Make $18 million, get the shoulder healthy, work on my game a little bit, play some golf. That doesn't sound bad to me at all. Just uh, just a relaxed summer, don't have to worry about yeah. anything, and you know, just eventually just find a, find a stable place to go play and get back to yourself. Which I think, I mean, I, I thought it was cool the way Joe Burrow – handled that he was on a podcast and talked about yeah baker. that was that good. was awesome yeah he spoke good on baker and yeah he's just ready to see baker back too he's a cool dude man joe burrow's a cool dude i i'm anxious to see what he does if he keeps it up the way he's played early in his career dude's gonna win uh he's gonna win a super bowl at some point he's special and, and yeah he just doesn't really care what anyone has to say about him and yeah, he's just. Are you man, a he's, he's, guy? he's a confident. I am. Yeah, I'm a Mahomes guy. I like. Oh I've always, God. <laughs> I mean, I had, I had different perspectives when he was at Texas Tech, but man, I, yeah, I really don't mind him at Kansas City. With all he's been able to do so far. Well, I I don't have a problem with Mahomes. So my problem is when everyone picks the Kansas City Chiefs every year as their default Super Bowl champion. That's what I have a problem with. And maybe I'm in a bubble because everyone I ask at our station every year whenever the season's about to start, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Oh, man, I don't know. I guess Kansas City. That makes me so mad. It's annoying. It's Yeah. Well, he's, he's kind of like he, – he reminds me – he's like the Steph Curry of the Warriors and the NBA. You don't know whether to like him or – Oh, I hate Steph Curry now. (laughs) I do, too. But, I mean, I respect him a little bit more since, I mean, obviously since Kevin Durant's gone. But I've I've never really been a fan of Steph Curry. Steph Curry is, if we're talking, Steph Curry is way better at basketball than Mahomes is at football. Is that a controversial statement? Yeah, I because, mean, yeah, they're both. I mean, yeah, they're both the same at what they do for both sports. The same. I mean, Steph Curry's won multiple championships. Patrick Mahomes has not. He, ha- dude, he is the best ever in multiple categories. He totally changed the way the NBA game is played. Steph Curry did. 
totally changed it. Right, 100%. Now, Mahomes is, he's great. I'm not taking anything away from Mahomes. I think he's really good. But Steph Curry is otherworldly. He's the best shooter basketball's ever seen. And frankly, I don't even think it's close. I mean, some other people can probably, uh, you know, give you a way better perspective on that. But I've never seen in my life anyone shoot the ball the way Steph Curry does. He, he's changed the three-point game. Like, just everyone shooting threes nowadays. Oh, but, for I mean, for Patrick Mahomes, I think you're going to – you're starting to see teams kind of, you know, figure him out a little bit. Obviously, it's still hard to defend Mahomes, but people are getting a better perspective on how to defend him. Yeah. He made four and a half three-pointers a game this year. I, no one is even close to that. There's a group at, like, 3.7 is Van Vliet, 3.6 is Clay Thompson, but there's no one even, like, there's a bunch of guys kind of, well, there's not a bunch. There's 11 guys that are above three, and he's above four. He's at four and a half. That is, like, so far ahead of everyone else, it's ridiculous. And there's so there's he, so many times where he's not even really looking at the basket before he even throws it up. He's just, oh my, it's yeah. just ridiculous what he does. Oh, yeah, he... From uh, we we've seen it here, OKC Thunder fans. Unfortunately, seen him do it right on the other side of half court, and he's just insane. Mahomes is not that. Mahomes is good. Mahomes is fun to watch. He's got uh, he's got a, a cannon of an arm. He can make really nice plays, but he hasn't totally redefined the way the position is played. Not even close to that. Good yeah, numbers. and like like I said, I think yeah, you're gonna start seeing guys kind of figure out Mahomes and drop back more defenders and just guard him. And because there's so many times where he'll just like run around and make something happen. Well, they already have. He was terrible in the postseason last year. He Not, was, well, yeah, he was. I say terrible. He he was not great. He was not great. I think he was good. I think he played good against uh, Pittsburgh, and uh, but against Cincinnati, that game he was he was really bad, really bad. Yep. All right, let's hit a quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. A couple of segments left. Stay tuned. Hanging out on a Thursday, Newcastle Casino, I forty four exit one hundred seven. Always good stuff going on. We've got happy hour every day, three to six, three dollar domestics, five dollar wells. Uh, plus, they've got the expanded off-track betting area. you got the Preakness coming up this weekend. It's a really good place to come in, watch all the action. They've got multiple TVs. They've got uh, uh, expanded seating. They've opened it up a lot if you haven't seen it since they expanded that area. It's really, really cool. And I'm hanging out here at the Front Row Sports Bar, which they've also got the TVs on some of the tracks across the country here with kiosks where you can uh, – do off-track betting as well. Really good stuff going on at Newcastle Casino. Um, we I haven't ever talked to any OU with you. What's your um, what's your opinion of Venables' new staff that's here? I'm ready to get this thing going, Teddy. Uh, you got yeah. all the guys you want right now. You got Venables and Todd Bates, 
few more guys that have OU connections, and I just love how the way Venables has been brought in so far, and he's been really involved with the University of Oklahoma in general. So I think, yeah, not just me, I think everyone's excited for it and ready to get this thing rolling. Yeah. Who has a better season? Caleb Williams, quarterback, University of Southern Cal, or Dylan Gabriel, quarterback, University of Oklahoma? This is not 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 being a homer, but I'm I'm going Dylan Dylan Gabriel because we I mean we last year we saw so many up and down play from Caleb Williams, and I think there's going to be some teams in the Pac-12 that are going to give him fits, like we said earlier, uh, Utah, Oregon, and then Notre Dame at the end of the year. But I mean, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what Caleb Williams is like at USC. I think he's going to get better. I do, but. There's this. There's a bit of revisionist history on Caleb Williams as a quarterback last year, like as in, I think everyone remembers a couple of the plays from the OU Texas game, and as if that's how the entire season went, and that's not the case at all. I have to constantly remind people that he damn near got beat by Kansas, right? Did not play good that day. Um, and really struggled whenever they played the best teams of the year down the stretch. And, yeah, he beat Texas, a 5-7 and seven Texas team, okay? And, you know, I there, there's I spe- want- There's spectacular plays, and there's just games where the offense was just stagnant. And then he's, right. he's following the guy that, I mean, was just at OU. So that's why, that's why I'm interested to see what – if we're going to get the same thing that they were doing at OU, or is it going to be completely different? Well, my guess is it's going to be quite a bit uh, of the same type of stuff. Because there, there's and, some there's some there's some teams that can play some defense in the Pac-12. Utah has been really good defensively the Oregon. last two seasons. Yeah, Oregon too. So I mean, there's two teams right there that could give them fits. Now I know it's a new staff at Oregon, but they were a good, tough defense last year and. They got uh, Tosh Lapoe from – he was at Alabama, ran good defense there. Dan Lanning, really good defense at, at Georgia. He was a part of that. Just won national – both those guys have, have won national championships as assistants. Um, you know, I always say that it's important to have people on staff, uh, more so the head guy – that have championship pedigree than it is anything. And, you know, I, I still think that's one of the one of the things holding Lincoln Riley back is the championship pedigree. We'll see if he can turn it around, though. We'll see if he can he can get it done out there at USC. Um, well, I've, I've always been know. big a big fan of head coaches who are defensive-minded, like Venables and, yeah, you're seeing uh, Dave Lanning now. So you have you can get an offensive coordinator and it takes more stress off a head coach, in my opinion. Yeah. I also think uh, Rattler's going to have a nice year at South Carolina. I do too. I'm I'm excited for that. Him and Stogner back together for that connection. So that yeah, that should be fun for South Carolina. I'm. I was a. Um, well, I wasn't a Rattler hater, but I was a a bit of a uh, 
pessimist or I, I don't I don't exactly know how to frame it. Totally respected his talents, thought he had uh, a lot of talents. There was some nuanced stuff about kind of the way that he carried himself that I just wasn't a big fan of. I think what happened to him last year, if he learns from it properly, I think that could have been the best thing that ever happened to him. I, I, player, I, yeah, I agree. Teammate, I agree with you on that. He's got a bunch of great skills. The dude can throw a football. Uh, he's, in my opinion, better passer than Caleb Williams and, and by a large margin. Now, Caleb is way more athletic and as a dual-threat quarterback is – you know, way more dangerous of a threat. Um, but throwing the ball specifically, uh, Spencer Rattler, I think, is is a much better passer. And, you know, you've been listening to him, and I don't know if it's just him uh, making digs at the previous staff he coached for or what, but he's been saying some really good things about the South Carolina offense that he's going to be running and how much better it is than what he – had previously and how much more football he's learned just in this short little time so um good stuff uh listening to spencer rattler and i i i'm pulling for him i'm pulling for shane beamer i think he's awesome and uh nice to have a couple of ou connections out there to help that help that cause a little bit more so i think i mean i think rattler took a lot of the blame last year because obviously you're at that quarterback spot but i mean there was more issues for ou than just a quarterback spot. But I think this is the perfect situation for him and Stogner because I've always been a big Beamer guy too, and I think he's going to do some special things at South South Carolina. He's kind of turning that university around. Who's your four semifinal teams next year, four playoff teams, college football? I am going to go Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, and OU. I, think OU, I really think Venables can do it in his first year. That's not uh, not being. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a homer, but I really think he can. Uh, yeah. Uh, I like. I, I like what I like what Ryan Day does at Ohio State, and I I think he can get them back to the playoff again. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a big year for Ryan Day. Um, a guy I who a guy Oakland, a guy who just got paid a lot of money too. Yeah. I think, oh, yeah, they're not going to let him be outpaid by Michigan State's coach. Um, you know, they had to come back in and say, no, 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 our guy's always going to be the highest paid. Um, I, I think OU has a really nice path to the playoff. Now, it's hard to say whether or not they're going to make it. I think there's there's a lot of unknown right now, but – They've trended nicely. You know, their defense has looked better quicker than I thought they were going to. Um, Offensive line, to me, is going to be one of the most critical aspects of it. If our offensive line is dominant once again, we'll make the semifinal. We'll make the playoff because we can dominate the Big 12 whenever our offensive line sets us apart. Have not had that the last several years. It's we haven't had that since oh eighteen nineteen, but and I think I, th- back, I think those game I think those games uh, for I mean it's important to have Baylor and OSU at home in my opinion. But I mean going back or going to the first of the year, I think Nebraska is 
extremely important because you have a three-game stretch after that. You got Kansas State, TCU, and Texas. So you got to really look out for Nebraska game and perform well in Lincoln because, I mean, that's kind of an early test for OU right there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I agree. All right, let's hit a quick timeout, final timeout. We'll come back and wrap this sucker up. Hanging out Newcastle Casino today, I-44, exit 107. We'll be back. Rush is back, final segment. Teddy Lehman here, Connor hanging out back in studio, filling in for Tyler McComas. This is it for me. This is my Friday, Connor. I'm done after this segment. That's what I'm talking about. You got got Travis Davidson coming on tomorrow with Tyler so should be a good show tomorrow probably continue on on this you know this Jimbo Fisher Nick Saban drama we got you think so I feel like I feel like Saban squashed quite a bit of it today on that radio interview but I don't know Jimbo's pretty fired up I wonder if there's if Nick Saban is scared at all that Jimbo's going to tell everyone where the bodies are buried he probably you know. will. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely can happen. But I mean, October eighth can't get here soon enough. Well, we got we got OU Texas, and then you're gonna have A and M Alabama falling that day. Did you go to OU Texas last year? I did not. Believe it or not, my last OU Texas was when Sam Bradford and Colt McCoy was battling out back in the day. Wow, been a while. The, been a while. What's going on there? I don't know. Just haven't really. Yeah, I haven't really picked a good Saturday to go, but I'm gonna try to do it pretty soon. Well, I was some uh, ba- well. Speaking of that, that was some pretty good battles back in the day with Cole McCoy and Sam Bradford. That was fun to watch when growing up. Cole McCoy was—he was one of those guys that, um, you. Oh God, I, it's you, kind of you, hard hate, to, you hate him, but respect him yeah. a little bit. Yes, exactly. He was uh, annoyingly good. Um, him, 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 and the Shipleys were just, just yeah. constant, just good. You just had to, you hated him, but respect him a little bit. Yeah, uh, it was sad that I was, I was watching whenever James Harrison blasted him in the NFL, and I remember watching it as like seeing the train wreck about to happen in slow motion. No, and then he just destroyed him. Can, you, was, can uh, you believe that he is still playing? Not just him, but uh, if you remember Josh or who is it, McDaniel from Missouri. Those yeah, two, those two uh, are those two um, are just making money, just being backups for someone. Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel. Senior. Yep. Yeah, he's he's played for, gosh, a long time, and has thrown like ten passes. He's thrown more than that, but it's been a while since he threw a meaningful pass in the NFL. Yeah, I think, uh, what was it, Trubisky got injured sometime. I think it was maybe two years ago, and he had to come in for a game, but I think that's the only time that he's really seen the field yeah. in quite when some time. When you're a guy like him and you've been in and been a backup for that long, the last thing you ever want is to have to go out there on the field. Just just take, because, that, just take that easy money when you can. Yeah, you, want the, you don't want anyone to see – how either how good or how bad you are you you don't even want any of that just let me stand over here with my hat on and rub the shoulders of the starter whenever he comes over here so no good stuff well brother 
fun hour. It was uh, it was good to do some radio with you for the first time. And sure, it's going to happen again over the summer. We'll have a bunch of off time coming through. So good stuff, man. It'd be fun, Teddy. Yep, that was fun. All right, that's it for us. Appreciate you guys hitting the text line. You always drive the show. We appreciate that. Thank you to Pacifico. Go have a cold one.